to break down the vote and the border crisis is Congressman David Kassoff from District 8. Congressman, welcome back to the morning show and happy Valentine's Day. Hey, Ben. Good morning. Thank you for having me this morning. So pretty historic. If you if you look at this vote, this does not happen often. It's the first time since War Secretary William Belknap in 1876 that a cabinet secretary has been impeached. Serious charges and allegations, but for a serious problem that he's failed. There, there's no doubt about it, uh, Ben. And you know, it's something when we voted on this last night, and uh, people listening may remember we had the, we had this vote last week that was uh, was not successful because we had one of our members, Congressman Steve Scalise, who's our majority leader, who was who was not in Washington because of his health. He came back last night, and uh, you know, you just you look at the facts. Uh, you look at the border situation since since President Biden has become president, and since Mayorkas has been Secretary of Homeland Security, and the and the things that I think about a lot are number one, the the uh, over seven billion illegal crossings at our southern border since Joe Biden has become president, the one point seven million known gotaways, known gotaways who've evaded our border control officials since since uh, Mayorkas has been Secretary of Homeland Security back in December, which is the most recent month of data that we've got, over 302,000 illegal uh, immigrant migrants encountered at the southern border. And these are all uh, due to policies and decisions that Mayorkas has, has made since he's been Secretary of, of Homeland Security. He's been derelict in his duty. He is disregarded policies of uh, of the House of Representatives and the, and the Senate, and he's put our national security at, at risk. So, you know, when you take a vote like this, an impeachment vote of a, of a cabinet secretary, and you mentioned it hadn't been done in our nation's history in a long, long time, it's something that if you're if you're me, if you're a member of Congress, you take that very seriously. You've got to really make sure that uh, because it's, it's so seldom used, this impeachment of a cabinet official, that you're doing it for the right reasons. But uh, when I took that vote last week and last night, uh, it was it was an easy decision. It's an unfortunate decision that that again we have to we have to make. But again, uh, in the best interest of our nation and for our national security, was the only decision that anyone could make. Those two counts on why he was impeached, as you pointed out, is willful and systemic refusal to comply the law and breach of public trust. And I think when you look at the crime, if you want to say that, it fits the bill of these charges. So it will go over to the Senate. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer already calling it a sham. So I don't know. It doesn't look like it will go through there. But speaking of the dynamic between the Senate and the House right now, I did want to ask about this huge $95.34 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan passed the Senate before sunrise. This just the day ago. Um, It heads over to the House. House Speaker Mike Johnson saying probably dead on arrival. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. The big issue that a lot of conservatives are having 
is, yes, okay, Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, but what about our sovereignty? What about our protection of our southern border? And it lacks any funding for it. Right. And so, you know, I, I focus on a number of things. One is the Speaker of the House decides what gets voted on and, and, and maybe, as importantly, what does not get voted on. And, and to your point, Speaker Johnson has said that the bill that passed the Senate yesterday, this big funding bill for Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, is uh, is not going to be voted on in the House. Uh, I, I will say I'm, I am concerned about the Israeli funding because, as you know, in the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. uh, since October 7th, we have voted twice on funding for, for Israel. And we've, we've got to make sure that Israel, who's our greatest ally in the Middle East, gets that funding to fight Hamas and, you know, to be able to protect itself against uh, all the other proxies of Iran from Hezbollah on on down. But Speaker Johnson has said that that we will not be voting on this big supplemental bill that the Senate passed. We will not be voting on that in the House of Representatives. Um, real quick, before we let you go, I uh, wanted to get your reaction to the report. I mean, you're a legal guy. This whole report by the special counsel, in this case, interviewing President Biden with special counsel Robert Hur, and what they found was they won't be charging President Biden with, yes, mishandling classified documents. Why? Well, because he suffers from a poor memory. Pretty shocking allegations in this report. Now, there is reporting by Axios that House Republicans could plan to seek more testimony from her and basically would ask the special counsel how bad it is, right? Because anybody that can watch these press conferences with the president, we know it's bad. But according to this prosecutor, it might be worse than we all know. Now, I would I would encourage anybody who's listening, I know you don't have time to read this several hundred page report from the special prosecutor Robert Hur, but if you could if you could only Ben if you could only read one page of the report, I would I would suggest that people go to page two oh eight. Page two oh eight and just read that that one page. Uh because I think that, that says it all. I mean it that it starts out by saying at the, at the top of the page, in his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended. Quote, this is Biden, if it was 2013, when did I stop being vice president? Question mark. Close quote. And forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began, quote, this is Biden, in 2009, am I still vice president? Question mark. Close quote. He did not remember even within several years when his son, Bo, died. And his memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. I, and it goes on and on on that one page. I would encourage people to read page 208. So, from the House of Representatives perspective, there are a couple of things that you've, you, you've highlighted. One is uh, getting the special prosecutor, Robert Hur to testify before Congress, which I think will probably happen at some point. The other thing that I think would be important for not only members of Congress, but for everybody in the nation, 
is to release the transcripts from those interviews that Robert Hur and his team conducted wow. of President yeah. Biden so people could make their own decisions. Would those transcripts just be written transcripts? Like, we wouldn't probably see, Congressman, the actual video, the footage, right? I don't know. So that's that, that's a great question. Obviously, there was a you know there was a court reporter there, a trans, somebody to transcribe the interview. Yeah. Nobody has said that those that those interviews were were videoed. Uh, so I don't know whether they were or not, and maybe they maybe it's been um, it's been reported somewhere that that they were yeah. videoed. I don't know, okay. uh, but certainly the the written transcripts are there and. and just like I highlighted this one page from the Robert Hur report, it'd be interesting to, it would be interesting to, to see the questions or, or read the questions and and read his answers and, and obviously to get Hur's testimony. And if I can, one more thing on that on that, Ben. Uh, you know, the the Attorney General is entitled to the report that Robert Hur produced last week, or at least was made public last week. And as the special prosecutor, the independent counsel, he's got a duty, like any prosecutor, to make a recommendation about whether to indict and or uh, take the matter to trial. What are the what are the pros? What are the cons? How do they win? How are they not successful? So he he had a duty. Robert Hurd did to give all of his impressions mm-hmm. about Biden and, and and what his mental state would be and how he would how he would appear before a jury and how a jury would potentially react to him so there's nothing unusual in this report just like there wasn't it, same thing as when um uh Robert Mueller uh released his report yeah. on uh on President Donald Trump back uh, several years ago all right Going to leave it there. Appreciate the vote last night, showing that there is some accountability coming from House Republicans. Great vote. Great job. And we'll catch up very soon. Continue fighting on. We've got your back here in the district. Thank you, Ben. Best wishes. Thank you for having me on this. All right. Good stuff. Congressman David Custer.